good afternoon. This is the Vent Podcast. Today is 12 o'clock p.m., December the 3rd, 2018. I'm your host, New Money, along with my co-host. Always Breezy, Always Breezy Universe. What's good, y'all? Always Breezy Universe on Instagram. Young Blood Priest on Instagram for me, but this weekend, Breezy, Young Bree, what did you do? Well, I really didn't do much. I kind of like, you know, kept to myself a little bit. I did go out for drinks after work on Saturday. We went to this bar called The Eagles. I don't know if y'all familiar with The Eagles. It's called Eagle Bar. Oh, Eagle Bar. Yeah. Near, the, near I guess, Max's, the steak place. Brought in there, yeah. Right. I went there with um a couple of my coworkers and we had, you know, a couple of drinks. Wait, 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 wait. So, you went to the Eagle Bar on Broad Area, which is down the street. You didn't tell me you were going to Broad Area for drinks. Not that it's necessary that you do, but I, you know, I would have thought you would have. <laughs> you know, you always, first of all. At least know when you're in their area. Like, first of all, you always on go. I can't catch up with you. So, we ain't even about to act like you always available, Mr. Busy. <laughs> So you got drinks. What did you drink? I had a couple of shots. And then I had, um, it's this drink that they got there. It's a slushy drink called the, uh, the bougie bitch or something is called. I forget what it's called. Bougie bitch. (laughs) It's called the bougie bitch or something. It's something around the uh, fly bitch or bad bitch. Bougie bitch, one of them type of drinks, but it's it's really good. They like mix like all these different type of uh, liquors in it with um so pina colada and strawberry. Can. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much a smorgasbord of shit that I swallowed. Like <laughs> so, you spent your weekend drinking a trash can. Oh shut up. Anyway, anyway, the shit was good. It hit had nice little sweetness to it. I mean, it definitely was a girl's drink. It definitely was a girl's drink. I don't think it's a human's drink at all. Oh, shut up. It's not a human's drink at all. Why do you always have to just be extra? It was a good drink. Let let Eagle Bar be great. They it's, did what they did. They night. It was a nice little night. Everybody a, was chilling. It's a cocktail of shit. Like, see, the trash can originated in colleges. Okay. Right, on campus. As a solution to not having enough money to buy a variety of drinks Mm -hmm. so the problem was introduced how do we get as fucked up as possible Mm. on the least amount of money so we'll just combine all the bullshit liquor that we have all into one cup but it wasn't bullshit liquor she put in there though i watched her make it she put henny in there she put um a little bit she mixed a rock in there she mixed a couple of drinks like that was nice that wasn't like crazy she mixed ciroc it was no it was Henny and I think it was 151 or something like that. I watched her pull out the Henny bottle though. I mean, regardless of, she mixed the vodka. And she mixed a, a couple of things. I don't know. You drunk that. I just remember seeing Henny and I was like, oh, this about to be good as shit. That's all <laughs> I remember. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Right. But no, like it was cool. I mean, it was just, the the whole scene was funny a little bit, but it's funny to like watch guys like hit on women. It's hilarious. It was this old man in there. <laughs> he was trying to get all the girls at the bar 
but he was trying too hard so the bar the bartenders were just like whatever like we are not it was funny it was a funny moment i guess you had to be there yeah i would have been there had i been notified that you were gone yeah well that's how it go when but, you don't you're not available it happens so i'll tell you what i did this weekend what you do i did a couple of things Watch, watch it be on some fucking save the world shit. Go ahead. No, it wasn't on the save the world shit. Um, first one. Wait, what? I'm just saying, you like the humanitarian of the year. Like you give out the coats, you do, you do right by the community. I'm proud of you. No, but the way that you characterized it, like I was on some save. Because I know shit. you. Like every time you go away, you come back with some like missionary stories. So I'm like save the world shit. <laughs> okay. Which is not a bad thing. It's a positive thing. All right, so I seen Creed 2. How'd you like it? It was Friday. I liked it. I liked it. It was a lot of it was a lot of black empowerment. Okay. Undertones in that movie, which I thought was was odd for the big screen. Hmm. Kind of on some Black Panther Panther vibes. No, it wasn't like black. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't gentrified like Black Panther. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, us. you know, Black Panther brought all the niggas out. We all came out full force. All the niggas out. Well, whatever. You know what I mean. No, I don't. It brought us all out. We, for a moment, thought we was all going to Wakanda to live happily ever after. Okay. That's another topic for another day. Why you say slappy? No, it is. It is. All right, cool. But, um, then Saturday I went. Right. Um, Press some clothes up. Got some clothes ready for the store. Mm-hmm. And had some had an interesting kind. Of, had a oh matter of fact, I forgot. I almost didn't mention this, but I had a very interesting. Now that you mentioned that the old guy was at the bar trying to get everybody a number, I had this very interesting conversation at my brother's sister's house. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we got to this conversation, but she went on a trip to Jamaica. Right. Just recently, with a male friend. I'm not going to call him a boyfriend because I know better. I don't know if he knows better, but a male friend of hers, right? Mm-hmm. So we were sitting there. We had a, a couple of drinks because she lived all the way out the way. Mm-hmm. So she don't get a whole lot of company from us on a regular basis. So when we come, every time we come, there's got to be a party, right? Or a gathering of some sort. Right, because she hasn't seen y'all in a while. So she breaks the liquor out, mm-hmm. the top shelf shit that she just got from Jamaica, you know, all the black and the white henny, the pure Jamaican rum, uh, all, all right, this so different she, stuff. She the so he was there, the guy friend that took her to Jamaica. He came after like 30 minutes of me and my man being there. And he went through her phone. He didn't go through her phone. He was, he was, he did it on purpose. He didn't go through her phone. He just grabbed her phone, opened it up, and he, he acted like he was going through her phone. So, you know, she got all hype. Mind you, she was drunk at this time or whatever. And we was having a conversation already about how black women and men are characterized to each other. Right? So we were trying to explain to her, and I would love to get your point of view on it, that there are some women, specifically in this day and age, because she's a particular type of woman. Meaning? She is not like, uh, she got her own money. Right? So she's of the feminist persuasion to a degree. But 
she also is used to dealing with men who have money. Like she chases that type of dude. So she doesn't settle for anything less than what she's become accustomed to. Mm -hmm. But she is of the mindset that all women are like this and that every time a man approaches a woman, he needs to have in the back of his mind that she is contemplating how best to get money out of him or some type of service out of but we were saying to her from a man's point of view that in this day and time that there exists a certain uh I want to say dynamic between men and women right that has just been recently created maybe in the last 5 10 years a whole sector of women who care nothing about what you have financially. Right. They don't really care anything about anything except how big this dude's dick is. <laughs> or right. his, are you just saying his dick in his wallet? Or are you just saying no, his... no, I didn't mention his wallet his at all. Oh, okay. He just... just wants to get fucked. So they basically saying they don't need the man for nothing. Is They're not saying, saying that at all. I'm saying these women have no concern for that. They're not saying that they don't. I'm talking about women who have no financial means, maybe themselves. I'm just talking about women. I'm not saying that these women are any particular class. They're not financially well off. They're not not financially well off. I'm just talking about women in general who fit this description. They're not concerned about any of that. All they're concerned about is fucking. They don't require a man to have anything. They're just releasing their inner man. Right, their only concern is. So you feel like fem- women are becoming more like masculine in nature, as far as I mean, socially. That's, that's that's been a trend. You don't think so? Do you feel like is there a reason for that? I mean, you as a woman, do you agree with that? I do believe that there is a shift that has happened. Um, with I can't speak on any other race, but my own. But um, within the black community, women have become more of that kind of energy where like if you can't if you can't do for me and I'm already doing for myself, like what are you bringing to the table? You're saying are you just bringing this is what I'm feeling like women are saying. So if you just bring in dick to the table, what do I really need you for? Now, you saying women just want the dick. Maybe she just don't want a commitment. I'm saying that it, yeah, that's all she, if she want the dick and that's it, that she not trying to check for you. And as far as a relationship wise, like I think men are used to women just like being a certain way as far as they want that submissiveness again and they're missing it. And women are just like in this mood where they're like, fuck that. Like y'all do what y'all want constantly and we deal with it. So they like, we, fuck that. I'm just do me. Whatever but, you bring to the table, if it's helpful for the, the whole, all right, cool. But if not, then kick rocks. Like, what? Like I don't understand what you're asking. Which I think you would do. I would if do somebody, if a, if a woman was coming to the table with, like, absolutely nothing. No personality, no money, no good sex, no nothing. You're not sticking around for that. 
but it's often expected of women to stick around through thick and thin through whatever like it's not I don't understand you talking about me personally I'm not saying you personally I'm saying that just the era that we're in with this unbalancedness so you're asking me about women and masculinity and how women have become more masculine I think it's a shield I definitely think we feel like we got to protect ourselves more I'm saying that I believe personally right that there are a bunch of women who say what you say mm-hmm. they mirror your sentiment in that regard and they'll they'll lead you to believe that this is where they're coming from so with your sister and the guy what did she say to him but what I'm saying is that when he looked through her phone and she got upset he left Wait, no. I'm saying that women are really masking what they've come to. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just say that they're masking what they truly want or what they really want or how they really feel. Right. With this, uh, what I guess would be a societal expectation. This is what they think society requires of women today or what other women feminist or whatever whatever this is what they require in order to be deemed a a strong woman these days an independent woman these days a feminist these days so this is the perception they'll they'll feed you this is what you see on instagrams what you see on facebook all these different memes and these different posts about you know men got to bring more to the table than this than the third blase blake this than the third but what i'm saying is in the real world because instagram is just like you know in the real world, when you peel all these different layers back, mm-hmm. these very same women in the real world, they aren't even concerned about all... I think all this is for the benefit of other women. And that there are... I don't know whether it's the majority or the minority. I don't really know. But I'm saying, from a man's perspective, right? there is a large group of women mm. who have begun caring less and less about Stability from a male point of view and just beginning to think like a man in regards to desire or whatever, sex being achieved desire and them just coming to the table wanting that. And then we don't have to speak ever again. I don't have to see you ever again. <laughs> I don't have to know you at the very beginning. I don't, Wait, you know what? what? Because no. this is how, you don't get that? So I don't have to know you. Like, what? What does that mean? Like, what do you mean? What does that mean? I don't have to know you to fuck you. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You following? Yeah, I'm following you. So what I'm saying is, this was the conversation. Her perspective on this same conversation was no, that when you meet a woman, like she's gonna know what you can bring to the table. This and the third. We trying to tell her that yeah, there are those women out there they do exist but there is a whole sector of women outside of those women who care nothing about that and as far as we concerned they're the majority like they don't care anything about that i mean if you just go mind you the brother that i'm talking about right he is a self-proclaimed whore he'll tell you like i'm a whore i don't really i'm just here to make babies i don't what? And I, I don't even think he would mind <laughs> me mentioning him because I mean, don't, this don't is, put his name. This is Hustle Nation Spade. This is at Hustle Nation Spade 187 on Instagram. He doesn't. 
gonna he would rather, like that. He would rather I say his name. I, you don't know him. So it don't matter. Trust me, I'm doing what he. <laughs> I'm bidding his wish. Trust me. <laughs> what I'm telling you is that he is a self-proclaimed whore. Okay. He wouldn't characterize himself any other way. Is he honest to the women that yes. he's fucking? That he likes multiple women? Yes. Okay. He tells them, I'm only here to make babies. I'm Why do you want to make babies, though? Because that's a man's chief job. Oh, okay, so you just want to make babies with random women? That's what he's saying, yes. He's not really particularly saying they have to be by random women. This he's is some fucking space cadet shit. He's saying whoever I'm having them by. I'm not saying that I'm I'm choosing specifically to have all these babies by random women. If they were by one woman, cool. He has okay. a lot of babies so by one woman. So he's not just woman. walking around just fucking bitches. And yeah, just, he is. So like a random chick down the street, like if I see her walking down the street, I get her number, we talk for a day, I'm fucking, I'm, is she pregnant? That's it. Yeah, then it just so happens and then, that then happens. And then if I get sick of her, I'm moving on to the next. Yes. I'm not even, is no, is, there is no so then you gotta dynamic yourself, for me to get sick of you okay, because I'm so, not planning on being right, with you. So I let with, you know with that, that With that already in the well, right? That's already an ingredient right there, right? So he doing his thing. He don't care who the fuck what. Y'all already, men know women are emotional. Y'all know when we have sex with y'all, we get attached. So I don't understand how like y'all get this dumb deer in headlights look. Now that women are like deciding to say, fuck that, I'm not dealing with that. Come to the table with something or else be out. Kick fucking rocks. Like, I don't understand how y'all don't, y'all didn't see that coming. It's not about seeing it or not seeing it coming. It's about not caring. Yeah, y'all, y'all created the monster. How? Y'all don't even care. You just said so yourself, your friend. Your friend jumps from one chick to the next. Jumps to one chick to the next without a second thought. Without whatever. Like, it's whatever. Okay. So, how, like... How did that create... You don't think a person that's constantly fucking up somebody's emotional state? Because that's fucking up somebody's emotional state. You bouncing from one woman to another. And I'm talking about women. But these are the same women... Who have fallen in love with this feminist, independent? That's because of that. Need you. That's because that, of that. Don't you see? Men are. You gotta because this is the problem. Women are constantly thinking like women. If you thought we're like women. a man, this is the. It's, it's not something that you're innately born with. It's something that you have to learn. Yeah, you have to put in the time. And the, well, Steve Harvey has a best-selling book because it's possible for women to. It's possible for women to program themselves to think like men and mm-hmm. if women thought like men there would be less of this emotional breakage going on because if you thought like a man you would understand we are not emotional creatures we think logically and rationally right so if you tell us one thing mm-hmm. and we see another thing we're prone to go with what we see more often than what you said i understand that right and that's what god has blessed you with as a man testosterone it has nothing to do with testosterone. It's, it controls the emotions. Did you not say that? We before? are not dealing with emotions. So what I'm saying to you is women deal with emotions. We're emotional. It's by nature. Yeah, but what is you testosterone? You can't ask us to, to cut that off because that's, that's part of our guiding system, our compass. It tells us when you know you're, you, what's going on with you. 
Like you can't tell them, you can't say I I don't understand that it would be easier if women just cut out their emotions. I never you can't, said we didn't understand you, it. I said you we can't, don't care. Right. That's men though. Yeah. That's not women. But what I'm saying is women are the one being hurt. Right. So now you got a bunch of women out here that's first of all, you got like a lot of a lot of, you know, more and more lesbianism happening. Okay, and you get yeah well yeah well enjoy it now when women are saying fuck niggas now like who this is what we're saying this that's is the, the whole energy though that's the energy that that's happening right now this is the that we were having right this is what some women are saying that this is the end result of the actions of men exactly we are saying you got what to world are cut. you living in I'm seeing a million billion women who are just saying. I'm just ready to give it a push. Like we, I'm not seeing the same dynamic shift that you're seeing. You're saying that women are drawing further and further away from men and making it more restrictive for a man to get in their space. I'm yeah. saying from a man's point of view, we're seeing women open. Just like ready to fuck. Like it's spring break all day, every day. So you're saying sexuality is more, you know. It's the 70s all over again. I mean, I get that, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't, for some people, they use sex as a form of liberation. So where are the women that you're talking about? The liberated women? That's what you want to call them. I think it's the age. I don't really think it's liberated. I think those are grown up women. Those are women who are... I don't know. I want to say, I don't want to say it's age. I want to say it depends on where you are. Yeah. I want to say it depends on where you are, like mentally. It's all about where your mental is. Like, some people have this, you know, they've been really fucking done dirty, like, most of their life. And they carry a lot of their baggage around. And some people either use it one or two ways. They either get, they either never give up on the idea of love and they kind of, like, over-sexualize themselves. Or they become kind of, like, um, standoffish and unapproachable. And you, what you can't, if you can't bring nothing to the table, don't come to the table. Um, if all you got is dick, nigga, I can just use my dildo. If all you got is dick, stop it, would you? What I'm just saying, like, if all you got is dick, stop. you're not, you're not bringing any confidence with your shit. I gotta deal with your baby mom issues with you. I gotta deal with the fact that you might not have, you know, employment, and I'm that's fine. Like, all right, I work with you, but you're not bringing nothing. And on top of that, you doing me dirty. This is what I'm saying, like, some women, like, go through. So, it's like, mm-hmm. how do you expect them to stay, you know, what men really want us to be? Feminine, nurturing, seductive, and submissive, and all that extra shit when no, you y'all my point. fucking it up for us. Like, you missing my point. We feel like we gotta be the men for y'all sometimes. Yeah, I keep hearing that. I keep seeing, I keep seeing memes. Like, I keep seeing it. But you are misinterpreting my whole point. We don't care. I know that's the thing. So now so women keep saying that right, how do y'all expect we don't expect anything. All we expect right. So now <laughs> women are learning that women didn't really take that into consideration All for right, a so long now time. That women are that. So now that response? women are learning that men don't give a fuck, now they don't give a fuck. You just said they give a fuck. They're up in their standards. They're doing all. I these mean, they give a fuck for themselves. They don't give a fuck about y'all. So what I'm saying is that it's not necessarily that they don't care, period. They care about, they're starting to build this whole, I don't know if you've heard about this whole self-love thing. You've Have you heard about self-love? Like everybody on, and everybody that's black is 
posting something about self-love, self-care. I'm even guilty of it. I'm uh, even guilty of it. I've posted self-love stuff. So women are starting to now take accountability for themselves yeah, more. What? I've heard that. Right. Take accountability for your actions. You knew that nigga wasn't shit when you fucking met him. That's your fault. Because you got to pay attention to the mood swings and the whatever he going through and the lies and deceit or however else you might be responding. Like, it's all about self-awareness and self-accountability. So now that women are starting to do that, it's like, I can't care. I can't put my energy behind you in my mind or my space or my pieces disturbed. Like, so I have to focus on, I got to put the blinders on for a second. In order to do what? What are you blocking out? I'm blocking out bullshit. So if you're coming with the bullshit that I don't agree with, and what what may be bullshit to me might not be bullshit to somebody else. Like you said, there are women out here that's giving up the pussy left and right, right? Mm-hmm. Those women are down for whatever a nigga say, a nigga do, nigga want to threesome, she with it. Free of charge. Right. I ain't even looking for the dollar. I'm just trying to please you. You got no, women that's... they're pleasing themselves. I'm just saying. That's what they like. No, that, but it's wrong. They're not here to What I'm men. saying, I'm saying whatever it is that that specific woman like, you know, you got people that's like that. I'm also saying that some people are trying to be more self-aware of why. Like, why am I just giving myself away like that without the benefit of security from this man like he a man is supposed to provide and protect if a woman is feeling like he's not doing it he's not bringing it and she's just sticking around for what then like at the end of the day is like if i can protect myself if i can provide for myself then what do i really need you for that's what a lot of women are are dealing with so it's a it's a um it definitely is an unbalance need a man for a whole bunch of things i'm sure you do what i'm saying is that you got women in the space where they feel like they don't because they're they're what's the what's the phrase i'm getting a bag i'm doing this and I, you know what i want to talk about feminism because i i don't agree with feminism too much personally me i don't agree with feminism i'm more about i guess womanism like i i the difference it is a difference. I'm asking, what is the difference? So feminism has seemed to be more about man bashing and man hating and being and this womanism whole... Womanism is about self-love? I feel like womanism is about self-love, but you do need men. You can't... You can't be in a, in a space in a world where men don't exist. I'm sorry. We need warriors. We need strength. We need... We need men to be aggressive for us. We need protection. We need for niggas to start providing or to provide. So I don't, I don't agree wholeheartedly with the whole feminine movement because it's as if it is saying it's a brand that's saying I'm a woman and I don't need a man for nothing. That's what I get from feminism. We get to the nigga thing another time. What? Oh, that that topic. What are you saying? Oh, the topic of using the word nigga oh, yeah. to characterize men. Because Just like y'all use the word bitches to characterize females. I started like shit. There is a double standard here, but let's just be painfully honest 
Double standards do exist and they are a part of life. They're not right, but they do exist. So if they're not right, then why can't we just ban them? There is no banning double standards because double standards give each group, whatever group has the advantage of a double standard, it gives them the power. So then you're saying it's necessary. They're not necessary. So then if you agree with it, you're saying it's necessary. I'm not saying it's necessary. Because you do use it, but you use it to your benefit. It's a desire, not a necessity. I desire to use that power. Just like a woman, when a a double standard benefits her, she Mm -hmm. desires to maintain that power or that levity over a man. But we're asking... Or other women. But we're asking people to kind of like break some things, change some things. I feel like I feel like the only way things will get better is if we change the way we think about things. Who's asking people to I'm change I'm saying, I'm asking people you to said change. said we. We as in the universe of Sabri. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like we do. I feel like we need to stop. Everything don't need to be... Um, there doesn't need to be like those kind of guidelines for everybody we've been following you know uh, women can't have as much sex as men can have because they're women and men can have as much sex as they want because they're men and because they can produce more children and women can only produce a certain amount through, through a certain time which is definitely true but as far as sexuality goes every human has their own right to live how they should see fit which means if a woman wants to fuck which I don't agree with. I don't think you should fuck a whole bunch of niggas. But if that's what you choose to do, that's your right. All right, back to agree. So, I agree with that. Men want sex. Yes. And women want love, right? Women also want sex. What I'm saying is, I'm mentioning ultimate goal. Right. Men want sex. Mm-hmm. Our ultimate goal is not love. It's not in our innate nature to care about love. I think that's you. No, it's not. This is the nature of man. Men, love is an emotional character. Men don't have that. Men have emotions. Y'all just hide them. I didn't say we don't have emotions. Mm-hmm. We don't have innate emotional makeup. Women do. Our makeup is innately rational and logical. Do you feel like that's more of a societal thing? Like society? Like, I feel like because that's not necessarily true. It is true. I definitely feel like it's a societal thing. I definitely feel like it's a culture thing. Because you have some men from France and they kiss each other on the cheek and hug and talk about their fucking feelings. Just like you have people from... How do those same men interact with women though? How do French men interact with women? I'm talking about there is there is a sense of feeling though. You have feelings there. That's understand what I mean by ultimate goal. Right. I don't care what you do, and that's what I'm getting ready to get to. That's what I was trying to get to. I don't care what you do to achieve the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal for men is sex. I don't care what Italian, French, Spanish. So where does love fit in for y'all? All these men. So y'all saying y'all don't love nothing. I gotta get to it. I'm saying. All these men are, I don't know about emotional. I think you're confusing emotional with mm-hmm. passion. European men are passionate. They're passionate in achieving sex. They still interact with women because they live in a male-driven society. Right. They're interacting with women submissively, 
and from a dominant perspective, mm-hmm. men want sex. And anybody who hear that, who's listening, who hears this, I would love for you to comment whether this is true or not. Men want sex and women want love, right? Or taking it a step further, men barter. We trade love to get sex, which is what you're talking about with European men. I feel like men will all tell men, you we love you. They barter to get sex. I just said that. Yeah, not men just European. To get, no, right. I mentioned that that's, that's specific to European. Oh, okay. They do this on a regular basis. This is their makeup. This is who they are mm-hmm. because of their level of passion, because of their the culture for them is, is, is free of those restrictions about sex. So they, they freely display and express passion, so let me, but it's all to, it's all to get sex. All right. So let men, me, men what? Trade love to get sex. Women trade sex to get love. So what do you as a man think women should do? I have no clue about what women like, should do. Like how do you I think we care. should be respond? Okay, you don't care whatsoever mm-hmm. how a woman responds to you. How a woman responds to me? Yeah, like in the process of you dating or not dating, how do, how does it work for you? Dating then you woo them enough to fuck like and then it's over or is it like do you decide to stick around because you find something about her you like like what is it like what is it what's the process then like how should a woman in your eyes be should she act like a man and just be standoffish standoffish and say hey i'ma just Coolly, we can talk, but I don't really want nothing. No. For me. Or should she just give up the pussy? For me and billions of other men out there who will agree outright, except, you know, with the exception of maybe men who fall into the homosexual or queer or. We're not talking cap- about heterosexual right now. Understand what I'm saying? That there are going to be people who listen to this that may not be heterosexual. Well, no. Okay. So, with the exception of men who categorize themselves as bi, queer, gay, femme, whatever, the majority of men who characterize themselves as heterosexual will say that, or will agree that, for us, for me. Hmm. Particularly, there is only one woman that a man will readily change his behavior for. All, and it's not nothing. This is not anything new. It shouldn't be because this is in Steve Harvey's like, book. I feel like there is only one. I don't care. First of all, <laughs> a man is not going to change his nature, but for First the but for the woman. That applies to me. That applies think- to. I don't think that's true. Okay. I feel like men, and I was talking to this, having this conversation, similar conversation with one of my um, coworkers. Mm -hmm. I really feel like men, especially black men, y'all want, y'all don't, most of y'all, I'm not going to say everybody because I can't say everybody. No, go ahead and say it. But no. Yeah. I really feel like y'all really want to be on some polygamy shit, but that y'all is don't. the natural way of life. Right. So for you to say only one woman, I don't think it's possible. Mm. 
I don't think it's possible for a man to be satisfied with just one woman. I Not every that. man. I didn't say that though. But I'm saying you're saying the one the nigga changed for the, the one. one. I don't I know listen. any niggas. But I get what you're saying. You trying not to say nigga. No, cool. I'm we not. I'm not. What I'm saying black to, uh, what I'm saying to you is that men tend to want to date multiple women or have sex with multiple women. He's not changing to do that. So why not be honest up front and say to the sister or the queen or whatever you call her, listen, this is what I'm into. I like multiple women. Who says that some men don't do that? I don't think y'all all do. Nope. Nope. Nothing is, is, is done in totality. It's rare. Like, I know one person who actually does that. I know, I know, I know many of them. They just come of off them. the rip and say what they want from the door. I know a lot of them. And give the women the choice to stick around or not. I know a lot of them. I know a lot so of them. So then why is there such an epidemic of women being mad at other women because I caught this chick sleeping with my husband? Because or I women this can't chick- handle that whether you tell them up front or not. That's not true though. Because I don't think I don't what I don't think is happening is conversation and communication. I think you might say it once, but then it's like, all right, you turn around and next thing you know, three months later, you you caught with somebody. How are right. you caught when you said it? Listen, but you can't say something like that once, not do nothing for three months, and then pop up with a chick. You not having no conversation with your wife or your girl. Like, yo, listen, I found this shorty. I really like her. I don't want, you know what I mean, step on no toes or nothing, but I was wondering if whatever. I don't know how you would say it, but you include her into what well, that's part of her life too. Like, you asking somebody to be okay with it. Like, you you can't complain about it or have nothing to say about it, but I'm going to still do what I want to do. By the way, I'm listening with a side eye. I just wanted to... I know you're listening with a no, side eye. I wanted eye. To, to, to give the listeners a visual orientation. They don't need a visual because you're not saying I'm nothing. It's all I'm eye. just saying. All I'm saying is men should just Continue. be more communicative, if that's even a word. Wait it a is a word. Okay, men yeah. are not communicative. This is what I'm saying. Women always want things from men that we can't do. These are Y'all things... can't communicate? That's hard for y'all? Yeah. Yes. Why? Because communication requires emotion. Communication so is... you do, want do you us realize... to just know Let's go back you, to the cave days. How did men communicate? Grunts. How did women communicate? Grunts. What I'm saying is... <laughs> what are you talking about? We don't even. This is something that's never even been characterized. You don't even see women talking in old films like that, where the Ice Age and whatever else is being visually depicted on the screen. Right. You don't even see women talking in these films because the perception is that women didn't talk in these times. Right. They just who created did whatever these men films? Said. Men, I'm sure. Exactly. But so you I'm can't use that as an argument. What I'm saying is we don't know any other. We don't know any other depiction of women at this time period. So what I'm saying is we can only go by what we know or what we've been shown, what we've been, what we've been given a force fed. You can, and you can, you can get on your, uh, you can get on your black man, your pan Africanist. You can get on your, you know, shake ain't the job, John and your Marcus Garvey. And you can combat this with literature that may perceive women as different because I also believe that mankind derives from Mother Africa and it's the creator of society and that every woman on earth is extended from a black woman in some Absolutely. African country of origin somewhere in there. But what I'm saying is what we have to go on, which 
plays itself out today. It's not something that's foreign. It's not an idea that's foreign. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, oh, men created these ideas, no, it doesn't matter who created the idea. You can it look does. at society today and see men c- communicate the same exact way. That's we don't communicate. Because y'all well. don't know anything different. Ding. All y'all know is just men, 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 men. That's what I just what said. What a man says, what a man does, how a man moves, but how a man the fact that you know that and are expecting something right. different, is it's that the not the definition way, of insane? Exactly. It's the same way y'all know that we're emotional and y'all expect us to be something we different. We don't expect it. We don't care whether you do it or Clearly not. Clearly y'all don't, do. We'll just move on. Clearly y'all do because it's, a, it's an issue where women are feeling like they have to become more masculine. That's on y'all. That's not something that men are right. caring about. Right. And then again, ladies, this all comes change. back to self-awareness. Be aware of yourself and what you want I'm not saying disregard men because we need men. We need men and we need to love on our men. However, know yourself, know what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not. And when you're not willing to tolerate something, you have every right to say, I don't agree with this and, and leave that situation mm-hmm. just as well as they do. If they don't agree, they want polygamy and you don't, that's not for you. Don't stick around and pretend like, Okay, because I love this man, I'm going to stick around and deal with it anyway when you know you really don't want it and it's fucking with your spirit. It's fucking with how you feel as a person. Move on. Is how many billion people out here? Seven. But. Whatever the number. But what I'm saying is. I love that. Because I am all for uplifting black women. I'm not telling you these things because. These are all things particular to me. Right. I know many men. I've met maybe millions of them. I don't know how many men I've met in my life, but I've met men everywhere in my life. Right. I've come across millions of men. I've discussed this topic with millions of men maybe mm-hmm. in my 32 years. What I'm saying is this is the reality of men. Whether every man in the world it's susceptible to this ideology or not is a different topic. I'm saying that generally speaking, mm-hmm. this is the reality of the dynamic between men and women. Women want love. Men want sex. Men will trade love to get sex. Women will trade sex to get love. And the women who trade sex to get love are the women we were trying to get this particular sister to understand that there is a whole shift going on where millions of women are trading sex to get love. This is not new. It's been going on since the beginning of time. If a woman feels like this is the way to get to a certain person, this is what she'll give. That has been going on since the beginning. Now, that's why I love what you said, that women, I do agree that women need to know themselves, need to know what they're willing to accept, what they're not willing to accept, set a standard, stick to it. But the thing that women are always missing, that's that feminist stuff. Women are always forgetting the other half of the diagram. It's cool to know yourself. You have to. What it is you're willing to accept and not all that is cool. But what you keep forgetting is women need to know men. Because you're trying to attract the opposite sex. You need to know the opposite sex. Women are expecting or seeking things from men that men don't excel at. I feel like you're right in in the aspect of women do need to know men in a sense where you need to know what men, what attracts men 
not necessarily always physically either. Like, yes, physically, have yourself together, look, look, um, presentable. Um, but I also feel like on a mental level too, like, I think some women are so enveloped in the outside appearance that we forget about the mental sometimes. And I'm not saying that, you know, women are stupid or anything like that. I'm just saying we tend to only use our vanity and our, our um the outsideness for and that's where you know you see in the influx of women getting butt implants and tit implants and wigs and all this extra stuff that you know we are doing so I will agree that we do need to know and then on top of that you need to know I feel like what specific man are you looking for some women are looking for a man that's educated and some women are looking for a hood nigga and some women are looking for whatever what are you trying to attract a man no but what kind of man mm-hmm. i think that matters too like it we can talk matter. about you know your friend that dip and do what he do but obviously these women are accepting of it and they know you know what i mean if he's that honest and blatant about what he does and women are still fucking him then the women that he's fucking can't really complain because y'all have accepted you have accepted what he's offered you said all right i'm gonna deal with the nigga regardless all right cool so whatever consequences come with it you gotta you gotta deal with it <clears throat> you gotta deal with it so I just feel like so this dry as shit. I just feel like we have to be again self-aware, and then once you're self-aware, you can you can go from there. Like you can know what you're willing to deal with and not. Period. I think I don't know. I'm saying that all that is good and dandy is true. Right. Nevertheless, if you don't know men. It is impossible for you to attract anything that will be to your liking. That's why I said you got to know the, the type of man you trying to attract, period. No, it's not about... So you want, like, men 101? Yes. Like, the basics? What I'm saying so, is... So, all right, what's the basics? What I'm saying is that it's not enough for a woman to know what kind of man she wants. She needs to know whether men are capable of performing the feats she wants them to perform right so that goes to what kind of man no. you're trying to pull like no, it, it do it doesn't that's not why what, don't it there is a distinguishment between what you want and what men are capable of doing there is a difference okay. they're not the same how about you explain it maybe i don't oh, know i want a man that you no know, he stays home and he cooks and this that and the third blah, blah, blah. a woman mm-hmm. will say that there are women like that who would mm-hmm. prefer to go out and work and prefer a man that stays in the house Looks after kids, does domestic duties, cooks, whatever. I, there are women out there that exist like this. That's rare. It doesn't matter whether it's rare. I'm, I, the point I'm making is that they exist. Not how many there are. Now, those same women who say that, and I know a couple, the end result is that because this is not a man's innate nature, this is not what he does naturally, right? There cannot exist between them like coagulation like there can be no it can the level of respect between this woman and this man don't or will not lead to like a harmonious relationship because they're out of their boundaries they've taken Mm -hmm. things out of their proper place right out of their natural order and removed them so what i'm saying is that a woman has to know 
what a man's natural order is mm-hmm. and what inside that natural order can be bended and what can't. What can be molded and what can't. I just believe women are looking for things in men that they require men to have that are not natural to us. Absolutely. You can shape the man you want. You can teach a man how to, and that is required. Every person has Bad to treat in this conversation. Every person has to treat the other person how they want to be treated. Okay. If I don't teach you how to treat me, you'll treat me right. anyway. I, I allow, get that. So why are you side eyeing? That's true. I'm talking about. All right. So first of all, I agree with what you're saying as far as wait, wait, no, no, you can't be because you're just giving listen, me the side listen, eye. Listen, let me get to it. Let me get to it. You Did you hear me, her? She me, just said, I'm listening with the side eye. Let me get to it. What I'm <laughs> saying is, the reason why I'm giving you the side eye is you because I feel right. like you're saying that women need to do X, Y, Z to know men. I'm just talking about women. We, right. Men need to do a whole lot. But we're talking that's about women because that's the conversation we were having. I want to stick to the conversation we were having. What I'm saying is this. I just feel like it's all out of balance. The whole entire spectrum of man and woman. If you want to bring it down to black man and woman, black man and woman, we're out of balance. We got a lot of overly feminized men and and we have a lot of overly masculine women. Wait, now that. And it's out of balance. That's another topic because black women are helping to. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I can't disagree with that. And now sisters might be mad at me on that one, but I can't. I can't not tell the truth about some things and that is another topic so we have a lot of things that are unbalanced as far as the whole i do feel like women need to step back and assess you know what it is you're you're looking for from a man and what it is that a man can do doesn't matter what you're looking for you can't do what you want because we have to also realize Hey, even though we expect these things from men, men are human too. Men are their own people. They have their own dreams, their own goals. They have their own things that they have set up in place for their lives. And then, you know, we come into each other's lives. It's not so much, um, I need you to do what I, I feel like you should do. That person has to be, it has to be some type of commonality. We both are communicating and understanding this is what it is. This is not what it is. I agree with this. I don't agree with this and settle on it. Agree. Don't just agree to disagree. Like make a move with it. And I feel like a lot of times we don't like when, as women, we do expect our men to be a certain way, excluding their personality, excluding the things that they have planned for their own personal lives and their own. Cause I mean, again, we, we come in this world alone, we die alone. So you can't expect for the person that you're in love with to always be exactly. And I think another problem is potential. I think we fall in love a lot with potential more than we do with what the person and who the person actually is. Well, I mean, how could you not? Because a person you can, but to who he is today is not who he will be tomorrow. Right. So, so if what you I'm fall saying in love with is, a person who he is today instead of what he will become, you'll be out of love tomorrow. Right. But exactly. So, but I'm but on a note that I was trying to say it was when you fall in love with the potential and that person is not showing you the harvest from that potential that you thinking in your mind they should be, you get kind of mad. Like you get kind of like but I. Who? Well, who was the one determining whether this person has this, this potential is just, or not? This you is, make it up in your mind? This is what I'm saying. As women, we do that. We have like this brain game we play with ourselves with. We could see a nigga like, I could look at you and be like, oh, like he look, he look like he together. All right. Yeah, that ain't and the I know. Dumbest. 
but this is what we do. And you know, he got his own house, he got his own car. He um All right, give me an example. He educated. He's educated, he has a house and a car. Right. What do you see he has the potential so to be? So he has the potential not. to be a provider. We don't know yet if he can be a protector because we haven't seen him in an aggressive state or have to protect something outside of his own property. But yeah, he, his family is nice. His mom raised him well. Okay, he's a family man. But then these are the also the opposites you play on yourself when it's the opposite. All right, this nigga, he from the hood. This nigga that asked me for $25 again. I'm going to give it to him. But why? Because I see this potential in him that he could be great. Yeah, he hustled, but he actually could hustle a business. If he could hustle a business, that would be better than him hustling dope. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to stick it out with him. But he's not showing any signs that he's willing to, my bad. He's not showing any signs that he's um progressing to want to own a business. He's stuck in dope boy mode. So you still sticking around thinking that something is going to change. This is why I say we mess ourselves up. When we fall in love with the potential more than the actual person. All right, so we want we want to get back to it. We want to take a, a, a brief intermission. All right, cool. And then um, we want to get back to this topic when we get back. But this is the Vent Podcast. We're an hour in. Stay tuned. We got a whole another hour to go. We want to get back to the topic. We I, we definitely want to revisit this topic. We definitely want to get to this topic of who is to really blame for black men's emasculation. Both. Uh, we want to. We definitely want to touch on that. So we'll be back in about five, ten minutes. Um, stay tuned. Come mm. right back with us. This is the Vent Podcast. This is the Vent. I'm Vet. New Money. I'm Breezy. Like young Vince, my youngin always step, I call him half dead. He got a chopper that's as long as a giraffe leg. Tell him go, they'll be popping at your ass. With some shit that'll split a hippopotamus in half. Nigga, walk to the jungle with the lions and the tiger. You can be the victim, I'll be the survivor. No Philly nigga out in Cali with the fire. Mommy too hype, she on Molly and she wired. Your homie got dope, I'ma tell him that it's weak. I got dope that'll put an elephant to sleep. I just wanna see the whole team, bitch. If I'm the only one up, then it don't mean shit. Okay, we are back. This is the Vent Online Podcast. I am No Money once again. Alright, so back to the topic. The first topic. What do men want from women? What do women want from men? How to obtain those desired objectives? And then we're going to segue into the all-important topic today of who is really to blame for the emasculation of black men in America. All right, so back to this powerful woman, confident man discussion. Right. Men want sex. Will barter love to get sex. Women want love. Will barter sex to get love. I just want to introduce one factor. For everybody that's listening to decipher a decision based upon. I don't know if you're familiar with the terminology, but 
somatic versus empathetic pleasure. Okay, explain it to us. And I have Dr. Nikima Lee, a dear friend of mine, who is a a renowned author on the subject of sex therapy and the likes. And it's a somatic versus what? Empathetic pleasure. But she has a new book out as well called The Love Bible. If uh, if you're into that sort of thing, you should check that out. Dr. Nakima Lee. But a man's machinery, right, isn't at all hard to operate. Right? So if just coming was the goal, right, the most healthy adult males can have as much of that as they wanted. Right? Right. If just climaxing was the goal. Mm-hmm. Then a healthy adult male can do that as much as he wants. You don't even need a partner. Right? But is there something to say for, in my experience, there is something to say for the X factor that will be missing in that equation, which is the partner. Are we following so far? But and this is with this is somatic pleasure. This is direct somatic pleasure. Right? The need to climax. Right? This is what men bring. This is the man's nature. Somatic pleasure. The need for physical reward as a result of a physical act of sex. Right? So while ejaculation comes easy to men, right? There is also on the on the flip side an empathetic component. No? Explain. There is an empathetic component. While there is just the physical nature of needing to ejaculate as a human, on the flip side, there is also the empathetic component that brings two people together. Right? It's well known. Right. Uh, ejaculation brings two people into pillow talking, cuddling, spooning, all types of... That's the empathetic component. A shared experience or sharing in someone else's experience that men at times do yearn for. Right. So the word, I mean, I'm not familiar with this this information. This is, sounds like a good book to read. This is not in her book. Oh, well, she sounds like a good person to listen to or wherever. Does she have videos and stuff? Plenty of them. Yeah. Okay. YouTube, Instagram. Um, what's, oh, well, we Follow her on Instagram on yeah. all social media platforms. Nakima Lee. N-I-K-E-E-M-A-L-E-E. Okay. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Vine, whatever. So I'm not really familiar with the, the terminology that she used as far as sympathetic and... Somatic. Somatic and... Versus empathetic pleasure. Somatic. And those are not our terms, but the concepts are hers. Well, I know the, the, the word that stuck out to me was empathy in that empathy in a way I guess um you, you you actually repeated the word empathy a couple of times so um a people can be aware I um, pulled up the definition it says empathy can also can mean project projecting your own feelings onto work or art or another object so this are you saying that what's missing is a person's projection on how they feel about something? Like, I'm confused on what you mean when no. you say empathy. 
when you're adding empathy into the conversation. Empathetic component is, as I just explained it, it is the need to connect right. with another human being. Simply put. Do, do you feel like men don't have that? No, this is the... This is what I'm explaining is that men are seeking this connection as well. Men have two components to physical interaction with the opposite sex. Right. The need for somatic, which is the physical nature of sex. Right. And the empathetic connection. Which, which is, is just the human, human connection. Yeah. Right. So. That, that is what makes physical stimulation for men and sex a complete experience. We need both. Right. I I mean I think you want both. I don't think you need both. No. To just I'm have telling sex. you the nature of men. You would have to be a man to know. So okay, so you need a connection. So why is it then the behavior of I need multiple women coming into? Because we're not right. saying Are that the connection has to be sustained. One? Oh, so it could be with multiple people that you have this connection with. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, and. So you're wanting women to get out of the nine frame of. You know, men are supposed to be solely for you. Say it again. So you want the one woman, one man idea that's not that's not feasible then. Not for me, no. Right. No. I don't think it's a natural concept for anyone because this is my thing. And this is from, you know, I'm sure we have those out there who are uh, susceptible to the belief that God does not exist, that there is no God, that there is no evidence. All that. But from a purely religious standpoint, because I am a believer in religion. Right. And I am a subscriber to religion. It just has to be for my purpose in life to make sense. I don't believe God or the one who created all this magnificence to be frivolous because he created all of this in magnificent order, perfect order, right? Mm -hmm. This whole earth, everything in it, whatever the case may be. Hmm, so that he created everything in it is not perfect. It's created in perfect order. Mm -hmm. There's a distinguishment for anyone listening who may have made that mistake. Everything in life is not created perfect. It's created in perfect order, meaning it all has Hook'em. It all has wisdom, a perfect wisdom behind why it was created. Sometimes as humans, in our short and restricted thinking, we cannot grasp the complication or the mysteriousness of why things are created the way they are. But being that I don't believe God is, and we'll get back to the topic very shortly, but being as though I don't believe God to be frivolous in anything, he didn't create all of these women. With this few men, frivolously, the nature of mankind is to procreate, to continue to bring about a people who will worship him. Men cannot have children, obviously, so there needs to be more. The need for more women only lends to the possibilities that more people will be brought about. This is the nature of human contact in essence. Then we delve deeper. We start pulling layers back. Then we get into the empathetic connection and the somatic and all that. But at the very root, people are created for a sole purpose, which is to make more people, to sustain life. Yeah, but then you have that being changed in, in the way people think now. Like, 
everybody don't think that way. You got, this is why you, <laughs> you can wave your hand all you want. I'm just saying, like, people aren't sold on the concept of, not that religion isn't the only way, because I, I, I'm not religious at all. I do believe that there is something greater than us all that created us all. I just don't minimalize whatever that force is to be something as minimal as saying he or she. Like, I feel like it's more than that. That's, That's just me personally. I, and it's not semantics to me. To you, it might be. To me, it's not. In this, in this. What I'm saying to you is with that concept in mind, you have a lot of people that think differently when it comes to the nature now of man and woman. That's why you have. Again, we talked earlier. Well, I made like a little, um, not segue, but I made a little comment on, you know, that's why you have men being more open with being, you know, feminine and women being more, you know, masculine. Like the roles are changing. What you're saying is innate and natural to some people is no longer. So you kind of, I mean, what is happening in today's time? We can talk about what, you know, by nature is supposed to be, but you got people out here being uh, transgender, like they a man, but they feel like they a woman. So now what? I don't know. That's a different topic. Why every time I go to say something, it's a different topic? I said that I wanted to get away from that too. <laughs> I said we'll get back to that another time, but I mentioned it because you... It's not even really important. You can. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to lose the. What I'm saying is. If we get into it too deep, because you know, I you already know, yeah. Bri, I can get into the topic for days. We can. We can all get into this topic for days. I'm but just not saying. when we just we just bought them halfway an hour into a show about a particular. I don't want to bring them. All I'm saying is this. Listen. Know what you want. Know what you want. If you don't know what you want, if you don't know who you are, you don't know what you like. You don't know what you feel. It's none of it is going to work. It's going to always be unbalanced. Period. Solutions. What's the solutions to this? That's what we need to be talking about. I feel like we're talking about the solutions to why men and women are out of balance with each other. Because there is no balance between men and women. It can be, though. No, it cannot. It can. I feel like it can be. I feel like it's called compromise. We don't compromise with each other. Compromise is settlement. It's a cute it's not, word. It's a cute word. It's not settling though. Okay. Sometimes you settle for less. That's a different type if of settlement. If we go like you say, but compromise is settling right. for what the other person wants. With a given, it's a give and take. That's it is settling. That's a cute that's, word for that's settling. Not though, because somebody has to. You it's have to give up something to get something. Yeah, you're you settling. can't just say you're willing to give up your principles. Right. Okay. So what are you willing to give up? I'm not willing to give up anything. That's settling, and I'm not settling. So for you're saying that. Until you can get like a whole flock of chicks that's down for, you know, to get down. I never said I was down for that at all. You said that you're not down for one woman, though. I, look at me. I ain't seen nothing about a whole flock. Whatever. What's, down a, for what's, the a down. what's a flock to you? I ain't asked for a flock. I don't know. It don't matter. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> you got to know what you want. It all goes back to that. It all goes back to that. You got to know what you want. Like... I feel like a lot of my developing years in my 20s, you know, I really did not know what I want. I didn't know what I wanted. And you got some people that, you know, they're direct. They, you know, they live life a certain way, no matter the age. And they get what they want. They move how they move. And they just, that's just how, you know, things come to them. 
for for me personally, and I can only speak on me, <clears throat> it wasn't that simple. Like it took me a while to figure out who I was as a person, period. Because not only are you talking about men and women issues, you're also talking about what's going on around you environmentally, like your family wise, how you was brought up, what what groomed you to be the person that you are and to deal with certain things that some people might take on, other people might not. Like they might not want to deal with certain things that you're dealing with. Like I'm not going to sit around and deal with a nigga beating on my ass. But you got some women that deal with it because they, you know, it's love and I know he'll change. And But why is that there? Like was it something that happened that traumatized you when you were younger and you became this person who settled for certain things? Like all of that plays a factor. This is all about, that's why I say it's all about knowing self. What have you gone through? What trauma have you gone through? To where you feel like you keep getting the same nigga in a different face. Or the same girl in a different face. What energy are you putting out? That's all I'm saying. I mean, you can... Whatever. I feel like I was raised for a second. Yeah, I mean, what do you feel? Like, how do you feel about... I don't feel anything particularly on that subject. So you, I mean, so what do you, what do you want to see happen? I don't want to see anything but understanding happen. If that's the kind of compromise we're talking about, that's cool. That is a form of compromising though. When you try to understand somebody. If you're willing to. Be open. If you're willing to relinquish some of your own ideals. That's not, it's not compromise if you're not giving anything. If you're only taking, it's not compromise. That's dictatorship. I'm saying. I'm not I'm not suggesting we compromise anything neither for men nor women. I'm saying the only thing that is required of men and women in order to harmoniously interact is understanding. Women are looking for a certain kind of man. Cool. You have to know what men are capable of doing. Now, I say this because I see a lot of posts that mirror this, this thought. I seen a couple of them just this morning. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in my thirties. This year gonna be a new year. <laughs> I'm tired of having to teach niggas how to treat me. This and the third. Like I'm new too year, old to be me. teaching you how to treat me. <laughs> False. Right. This is why you're thirty and still trying to teach men how to treat you, or this is why you're thirty and still single, because. What you fail to realize is that men have to be taught how to treat you. Unless you want to be treated like the woman he had before you, which she taught him. Then you need to teach him independent of her how to treat you. Every time you come into a new relationship or every time you manufacture a new interaction with another human being, you have to teach them how to treat you. People only treat you the way you allow them to treat you. That's teaching. If a person knows that I'm not accepting of a certain behavior, they won't do it. Or if they don't respect me, they'll do it anyway. Right. And then it becomes my job to prevent the behavior. But if I'm dealing with a person that respects my nature, I'll tell them what I will allow and what I won't allow. Or I'll show them what I, what I won't or will allow. And then I'll act accordingly. That's teaching. You have to teach a man every time you come into contact with another man how it is that you want and will accept being treated. Okay, that makes sense. So, but how are you teaching? 
are you teaching like yo you need to do it this way or are you teaching with love and you teaching with like un- like listen i need you to understand are you coming at this person when you're trying to show them a difference because some people don't have you know that kind of understanding of i need to speak this way or be this way with a person i'm not used to it like i've all, all my life i've talked to people like shit so now it's like I got this person that I'm really interested in and I'm trying to learn how to be a better person for this person, which is kind of, you're basically compromising yourself in a way because you're not used to being that way. So you're changing for this person, but I want to change for this person, but this, every time I do something wrong, this person is coming at me sideways. Like, all right, so how should I bring this information? Like, for example, you don't like that I say nigga all the time. Why why should I stop saying it? What is I'm just saying, like I mean that's that's completely up to you. Right. But I'm saying is I'm not against usage of the word nigga. Right. I'm against usage of the word nigga for black direct, men. No. It's only referred to it for black men. No, it's not. Who else do we Every black to person nigga? that's black say nigga. I said nigga is only referred to black men. Or nigga only refers to black men. Nigga does not refer to a black woman. Alright? I'm talking about in the usage that we give it. I mean, we majority it, it, do. It, common, I get it. But what I'm saying is... In its is, origin, of course, it, 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 it refers to every everybody. black individual in existence. Right. But I'm saying in the way that we use it, today's usage, the word nigga, I'm talking about the way that you're using it. But aren't you're, you're we not talking, using it to talk about black women. But you're aren't using it to we, talk about black men. That's a form of emasculating black men. Right. Okay. So aren't we talking about... So should not we be talking about a specific type of black person? People that act niggerish and bitches that act like bitches. No, I don't know about that. No? That's because not a conversation? That's the same thing you said earlier. That's a societal concept that either you have been brainwashed to believe or not. I don't believe you can act like a bitch and... and well, that's a whole nother Doesn't topic. mean I don't I'm use the term, or I have never used the term "bitch," but I don't believe that it was true when I said it. So it why just, you say it then? It was habitual. It was a learned behavior. It was something that I grew up doing, and I had to break the cycle. Same with nigga. I was brainwashed as a enough. child we to do believe gotta that get this better was. With how we talk. But I will agree with that. All right. So before we break off, back to the topic. So again. I don't want to leave people just thinking about somatic and empathetic experience and not having right. given them everything I had. So again, somatic experience is the physical nature of something, the physical act of doing a thing. Mm-hmm. The empathetic experience is the human connection. interconnection. Yeah. All right. Men, as I explained before, we are looking for the human connection, whether you believe it or not. We don't know how to tap into it because it's not innate to us. Right. Women, on the other hand, while men, if we just wanted somatic experience, if we just wanted the, the physical nature of ejaculation or the feeling of, of sex, we don't need women for that. Which is the proof in and of men are looking for a connection when we have sex. But no one is saying from amongst the men that this connection has to be fleeting. It has to be temporary. It has to be long lasting. It has to be everlasting. It has to be forever. It has to be with one person. But we like to we like the feeling of a shared experience with a person. For men, it's probably derivative of ego. It comes from, you know, if we know that we had a good shared experience with a person, 
and then it inflates our ego. But for a woman, a woman's machinery, like it used to be thought of like, I don't know how to, to coin it. I don't want to say mysterious, complicated. That a woman's inner workings used to be thought of like mysterious. Yeah. Complicated. Maybe we still are. We didn't put out so much. No, because nobody talked about it because women weren't deemed to be citizens. They weren't no, I, they were I, never I out front. That part. I'm just saying on the sense of womanhood, period. Like we But now we know it's not. Right. A woman's inner workings are not mysterious. Nor are they complicated. A lot of men like this is a this is like a favorite phrase about women are just so complicated and Men are just so simplified. and But we're not that complicated. Not Women are not complicated, nor are they mysterious. Right? But they are different than men. Well. Some things that women mm, continually leave mysterious, on the table. Mysterious? I feel like. Not mysterious. It's nothing mysterious. You're a human. Right. I mean, it depends on how you're using the word. Mysterious, as in mysterious. Is you trying <laughs> to figure out a person, figure out a person's personality or how no, they I'm live? No, i mysterious generally. Generally, That's like how? specific. Generally means generally, and it means all of those things that you are, you, and more. Nothing specific. We're not trying to find out a mystery specifically about anything. Well, shit, I am. You're what? I'm trying to find out the deeper meaning of what you're trying to say. I'm not giving, it doesn't have a deeper meaning. I'm saying women are not mysterious, generally speaking. Because I don't know if I don't, I, I feel like I'm taking that as an insult a little bit. How are you taking that as an insult? I don't know. Women are not mysterious. Because I feel like, well... We used to be mysterious. We no, you weren't mysterious. Be... You just were hidden. We knew not who you were. We just sense. chose not to see you and hear you. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to say, so we're going to move on. Right, because I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, a woman's nature is certainly different from a man's, though. But women typically have no shortage of willing and available partners. Like, if a woman just wants sex, there there is no shortage of places to go and get it. Right? Similar to a man, but... This is the new money show, y'all. Bree, floor's on you. No, I'm just saying. I'm going to leave you... T- I'm I'm, I'm going to post that later on my, the somatic and the <laughs> empathetic experience of my own. I'm going to turn the floor. No, like, you go right on ahead. I just... I don't know. Men, y'all just have this as as it is nature is natural. It's natural, so I can't be mad at it. Like even in conversation, y'all just have this takeover dominant. Like even down to the way y'all talk and explain stuff, sometimes it can come across but Bri, very was... one sided. Like y'all want us to understand as women everything that y'all feel and how y'all think. And what y'all do and how women can attract y'all, but y'all never, it's like no kind of conversation going towards, you know, as a woman, like, I know, like, this gotta be what I did or how I made that move might have put, like, some strain on her. Let me, let me, you know what I mean, see where her head is at. Y'all, men do stuff sometimes and then they, they, they do that, throw the rock, hide the hand type, you know, I don't know why you crazy. Why you crazy? I told you three years ago that I wanted other women. All right, again, that's our fault. We stuck around for this shit. But it's like, even if you want that, it's okay to revisit a conversation. 
Wait, so you saying because I feel like it's okay. Yes, I feel like it's okay. <laughs> I feel like it's okay to communicate with your girl, like keep her up to date about how you feeling and all of that. Like how nobody's a mind reader. He already told no, you you don't but, have to read minds. That's y'all who expect people to read but minds. But nobody's a mind reader. So you be with me for three years straight. You don't do nothing. And then already. out the blue, you fuck somebody. And I'm just told supposed you. to be Did you like. Forget? No, women don't never forget anything. We don't forget, but we would like to have a conversation. Give me a conversation. Let me know what it is. Like, nigga, I've been with you for three years. We've been paying bills together. We've been doing this, that, and the third. And then you pop up with a baby. Like, what? So, I don't know. We could talk about the empathetic, the connection part. But I think that's a two-way street. Like, you can't be connecting with somebody and then don't communicate. And I think that's the number one problem we have. We don't communicate. We say things, men will say things one time and that'll be it. Like, all right. Men are not communicators. All right. So how do you want to connect with somebody if you don't communicate? Seeking or desiring a thing and getting it or being able to achieve a thing are two different things. This is what we right, need but women if you for. The same as what women it, need men for. Right. If you want it, though, then you have to hear us out, too. You have to understand where we're coming from when we talk to y'all. Nobody said we weren't here. Same thing. You, But you set up here and said you really don't care, though. Men or, or, don't. Y'all don't this care. This is nature, but a so man can be... So if y'all don't care... We care for one. There's going to be one woman... We said that at the very top of the show... There's there going is to going one to be one that a man is changing. Included. If you're not her, then a man is not willing to change his nature for you. You heard it, ladies. He said it. Steve Harvey said it like Cut seven it years out. ago. Stop it. It's Stop in book. I didn't make sticking that Sticking around. Up. If you feel we like. You never read the book, obviously. I didn't. Because I, <laughs> I, me and Steve Harvey ain't, you know, that's not my flow. But what uh-huh. I'm saying is, if a man is telling you off the rip what it is. That's what it is. Like, right. don't second guess. Don't make up a thought in your mind. I could change him. Oh, I hate that fucking freeze. I could change him. That nigga wear tube socks with his church shoes, but I can change him. No, that nigga still gonna be wearing church shoes and tube socks. Like, whatever. You, you get the point. The, you can change this. The point of the matter is what me. a nigga want to do, what a man wants to do, he's going to do. There's no trying to persuade him otherwise. I don't care how good you think your pussy is. I don't, good, I don't care how good you think you cook in the kitchen. If he wants to be home, he'll be home. If he doesn't, he won't. And the moment that he doesn't do what you feel like as a woman you deserve, skedaddle. And I know for some of us, it may be hard. Our emotions might be wrapped up into him like a tight sphincter. But relax, relax, and take a step and think about what do you see for your future? Like, how do you see your future? Who do you see your future with? And if that's not what this man is bringing to you, you got you to gotta make some decisions. And vice versa. This is not just like a man bashing session. I feel like men should too. Like if there's a woman that you like and you know, but you with the whole multiple girlfriend thing, be honest enough to tell her, like, listen, I like you, but I ain't you know, listen, I need more pussy than this. I get bored fast. Or whatever whatever line you coming with, just be honest. It's gonna hurt. I don't know no female that's not gonna feel some type of rejection behind it, but 
I'd rather have the choice to choose whether or not I want to deal with something or not. Don't put me in no situation where, you know, up pop Khadijah or whatever. She calling my phone because she mad at you. Like, I, I don't understand the rigmarole. So just excuse the middleman part of the rigmarole and get to the get to the meat and potatoes of it. Let's talk about what we're going to do. If it's not matching, be out. And that's all I have to say about that. Are we on to this emasculation topic? Are we? I don't know. Like, every time I start talking, in, even though you just talk for like five minutes straight and you talk how for do you 10 minutes feel, straight before the, how, how, Am I answering the question? Yeah, or? yeah. How do you feel like women, black women, are and contribute to black male emasculation? I didn't even get a chance to finish my last point. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you? I am, really. <laughs> because you talked for 10 minutes and then. I talked for eight minutes and you said, oh, it's the new money show. And then you just talked for five minutes. All right, don't get, don't. I'm just saying, all right, so, but uh, men don't have feelings, right? It ain't about feelings. It ain't about feelings. I don't want you to present that. I don't want you to present that image to nobody on on, on record. All right, so what's the tea then? Because I want want to be able to have a meaningful dialogue, but I can't if you're in your feelings about me going for eight minutes, even though you just went for 10. I need you to be here with me. I'm with you. Get out of your feelings. All right. Because I feel like, it ain't about how long you think I'm talking. It's about the point that I'm making. This shit hit home. But you wasn't making a point. I was. <laughs> I was. I felt like you wasn't. <laughs> I think it hit home. And what I think you don't home? be liking it when it be okay. hit home. <laughs> That's what, what I think. What hit home? Uh, let's go back you and find out. You wanted to finish. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's let's go. go. Again, back to the somatic. Again, I'm sorry. She cut me off again. But back to the somatic and empathetic, empathetic experience. Men are seeking a connection. Now let's mm-hmm. get to the women. We said women are... You know, used to be thought of as complicated and mysterious. Is found out recently not to be so. Uh, women have no shortage of available and willing partners. Mm. If a woman just wanted a partner and that was all she needed, then there is a whole diaspora of men across the world that she can choose from. But, again, there can be something lacking in the experience and it's often profound. Right? Woman, or I'm sorry, women often find themselves um, producing more pleasurable sensation in their partner's body than they receive or than they experience in their own. Women routinely complain about not being able to get orgasm or not being brought to orgasm, but giving orgasm. Being able to pleasure her partner, but not receiving reciprocally pleasure. Right? So, a woman has easy access to as much empathetic pleasure as she wants empathetic pleasure just being human connection right what a woman is not getting and what she vibes for is what we're seeing today that vicarious enjoyment of sex and this is why you see so many women just freely changing the dynamics of sex and relationships because women can get empathetic interaction whenever they want from whomever they want what women are are dying to what they're lacking is the somatic experience bodily direct bodily pleasure and why do you think that is because a lot of men just don't understand sex you think it's that they don't understand sex or they just don't care uh, I, think it's, I think it's a combination of both I, I really think men don't care but i'm speaking generally again i'm not speaking for all men right because some men have been taught by women what it is to embody both empathetic and somatic experience. Case in point, Nikki Malie. Right? Okay. But 
a lot of women are just not. And I don't think that it comes from a place where women just emphatically deny the necessity of teaching men how I think women don't know either. I think women are just as confused about what it is. Absolutely. I can agree with that. That's why you have the disparity of the imbalance that's happening right now. I can agree with that. I feel like you, I can tell you from experience, I didn't know my body until I was like late twenties, early thirties, honestly. And that's because um, you when you in a well relationship or you like somebody, you or you know in my in my case I feel like a lot of women may or may not go with but I had like a lot of self conscious issues where like during sex you're not really thinking about so much the experience as you're in your own head about yourself and how uncomfortable you may feel maybe it's about your body maybe it's about whether or not you know. If you're figuring out if he like what you're doing and you're just in your head. Mm-hmm. So you're not giving your body a chance to feel the sexual experience. So you moaning and all that shit, but it's not real. It's not real passion. It's not real orgasms. You just doing it because you just like this person. You just going with the feeling, but you're not really experiencing the true feeling of a true orgasm. So I get it. Like people don't know their bodies. And you have to learn what you like and don't like. Do you like to be kissed a certain way, touched a certain way, foreplay, not foreplay? Like, it's all about what you like and learning your, you know, your sensualness, your passion, what you, the judge. Some people don't know, especially the young. You just, you just going off what you see on porn and shit. So, I don't know. I agree with that. I agree with women not understanding their bodies or knowing. And you have some women that can go like years without having an orgasm. Yeah, right. What? So I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to believe that. You're not willing to believe that women can go years without having an orgasm. I believe that women can go. I believe that there are women out there who can go years without. Physical intimacy with a man. That's what I'm talking about. You said I'm orgasm. not talking about like masturbation. I'm talking about intercourse. Okay. Intercourse is what I mean. Intercourse, orgasm through intercourse. That's what I'm saying, people. Okay. You know, some people, some women don't have orgasms from the dick. Okay. What well, I said. So. Who is really to blame for the emasculation of the black man? Let's get into it. <laughs> I think both are. You think who are? Both men and women. Both black men and black women are responsible. Explain. Well, first of all, you can't point fingers at nobody without checking yourself. That's number one. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Just to, just so the people... Who's, who's pointing the fingers? I feel like the black male community is saying that black women are responsible for the feminization of men today what man i'm just saying the idea is i've seen a lot of posts on instagram where black men are saying that black women are raising their sons to be feminine they're not allowing them to be around certain things that um embrace men or masculinity mm-hmm. so that's a problem that men have a uh, men have a problem with that they're saying you know we want to be i guess more involved 
No, I don't believe as black women are saying that, that women are solely responsible for anything. I, I feel like both are. We said that women are partly right, I equally agree. responsible for the emancipation. What did I just women. say? Just you said we ago. said you said that we're saying that women are the reason. But what did I say to you before that? I don't know. You didn't say it on air. I did. I said I feel like they both we both are. No, I'm yeah, I'm saying black men are not as you said. Just speaking about that point that you made, okay. you said that you feel like black men are pointing the finger at women as being responsible for the emasculation of black men. I don't think black men so are saying think that at is? all. Think I think black men are saying that black women are equally responsible, not to black men, but to white America. What do you Between think white America and black women. The cause, like the absolute, like what do you think the causes are? I, I mean, I'm interested in hearing your point first. I just wanted to clear that point up because when we... And anytime, you know, just as, you know, who, whoever has the floor, when something becomes unclear, I just want people who are listening, who are not you know, visually taken in the show to be able to understand exactly what I it is. I think it's the mean. things you do. I think, you know, we got a lot of women who do raise, black women who do raise, you know, their kids by themselves. That's changing now. I'm starting to see more men get involved, which I'm so happy about. I will say um, men are, our black men are starting to stand up. So much love to that. But um, I would say before the um, the wave, I I feel like black women we take they take on and I I can't really speak one hundred percent one hundred percent because I myself do not have children, so I can't say what I would or wouldn't do. However, what I see, what I see on Instagram, what I'm seeing on social media, you got girls um not that it's something wrong with you putting on makeup in front of your boys but when you start painting his nails and putting makeup on him and just doing little weird stuff like I don't know I think environmental things cause a shift like when you constantly raised around solely female all females that doesn't mean that you'll come out that way more feminine or not but it does I feel like have a it has the essence of what could possibly be there but I do feel like we do do things again, again, the whole twerking in front of your kids and all of that. I saw this one video where this girl was like teaching her son how to twerk. Like, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand now. Maybe this is a new dance move or whatever. I'm not into seeing men twerk like women. I don't understand it. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, you got girls putting wigs on their boys. You got girls. Doing weird, it's this little weird stuff that you see happening, and I'm just like, okay, so what is this? Like, what is he learning from this moment? So I don't know. All right, now on the, on the flip side, how do you feel black men are responsible for the emasculation of black men? I don't know because I feel like men aren't like y'all not. Y'all not really around in these single parent homes like that. I mean, y'all come pick the kids up, especially if y'all not dealing with like the woman no more. Y'all come pick them up. I guess if she, I guess if the allowance is there, cause that's the issue too. That whole, you know, whether you allowed to see your kid or not thing, but I don't know. Like, is there a, is there a stableness? Cause clearly it's not. If you have this epidemic of young men, more and more young black men becoming feminized or gay so to speak I mean 
in my opinion, and I'm just saying this because I like all kinds of people. I have gay friends. I have lesbian friends. I think they are awesome people as individuals. But I have a right to agree or disagree. And I don't agree with the lifestyle. I don't agree that men should be sleeping with men. That's just weird to me. But I you don't. keep them as friends? I'm just saying, I can't tell a person what to do with they with they private part. You can decide not to be friends with a person based on what you choose I to mean, be morally acceptable. I, what I choose what, for me to be moral acceptable is different with somebody else might choose for them. That doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Okay. Do you think so? That's not my turn. I want to let you finish. No, because you know I can get into it. Yeah, all right. Here we go. But anyway, I don't know. I just feel like men are now doing what what they are supposed to have been doing for a long time, which is be the role models of what manhood should be. A lot of the younger or the older generation, we, we did some goofy shit too, but it just like passed on to and flowed into something completely different. And you got this whole era of children that's growing up open about you look at um celebrities that's dating bisexual men having kids with bisexual men that's a thing now being bisexual is is a heavy thing now like and i feel like it's more acceptable well that's a whole nother topic but i don't know men do play a role in that shit get it together wait i didn't hear it concrete (laughs) evidence that men play the role in that so you're saying that because men are not around yeah, you, and women homeless. are We're doing most of the raising. Men? Women, if women are doing most of the rearing, you do leave room for it to be open for you. Like your boy, them, you know what I mean? He may end up a little, you know, all right. Okay. Hey, Zaddy. I uh, I can understand that sentiment to a degree, but here's my thing. Even if we leave the rearing of children to the primary educator and nurturer, which it shouldn't be, but okay, it is. But the men should be present for, right. the, for the other. But make no mistakes about it. Women are intended to be the primary nurturer, educator, absolutely. and raiser of children. We give birth to both. So absolutely, I men agree. Men are intended to be the molders of these children. When so they reach, the molding is not happening then. I understand that. So I'm with you to a certain extent. But my thing is, that's like some new age philosophy. Because if you talk to women from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if like Angela Davis or Kathleen Cleaver was in the room. Right. When we was to ask Asada or Afini or Kathleen or any of the women who participated in the 60s black struggle. Right. It didn't matter. I mean, the dynamic in the black household was no different in the 60s than it was, than it is now. It was it, different. It was not. They were black in the house. Black women were still raised... Men, was in the men house? were in the house in the sixties. Black 60s? men were not in the house in the sixties. Wasn't they? I thought no. they were. No. I thought that was like more like towards like the seventies and eighties when the crack epidemic hit and it just uh, like that's when it threw became, everybody off. I mean, that's when it became a thing that we can discuss on CNN. But it was always it's always been an epidemic. It wasn't raging like in the eighty like in the eighties. Right. But black men were always subject to prison. Right, we're always subject to drugs. I agree, I agree with that. We're always subject to being killed by police, lynching, whatever. We've always been missing in action for the majority of, of, of the responsibility of raising children. And even when we were there, even when men were there in the 60s, even less so because the primary responsibility of men was to be out working. And men worked two jobs, three jobs at that time, Just to make 12, 14-hour right. shifts. 
men were not home, regardless of whether they were in the child's well, life or I, not. Well, we... Well, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But a woman in the 60s, those particular women I named, I'm sure they would tell you that even when the men were not present, Asada Shakur didn't raise an effeminate son. Afeni Shakur didn't raise an effeminate son. I agree with that. What I'm trying to say is that Kathleen Cleaver didn't raise. For, it's not the times it used to be. Well, that's you what I'm got, saying. So we can't blame women. that on the men. The right. men have not traditionally never been there. The women have changed if we're using that as an excuse. If we're saying because the men are not in the household. Men, the black man has never traditionally been in a household in order to mold and shape a child's entire childhood. I mean, it was a time where he was. When? But I would say we were our closest after slavery was over. Men didn't work? No, I'm just saying as a family unit, like men were more around. Okay. But My as thing. time went on and we had to, you know, take on multiple, men had to take take on multiple jobs. I mean, even down to, I remember my grandma getting up at four, three, three o'clock in the morning, going to iron people clothes and do shit for the you white people and come back home, be tired of shit late at night, work the paper stand. And she, you know what I mean? I think both parties had to sacrifice some things in regards to, you know, in regards to working and trying to build up the family unit, it's just, it was just a discord. The discord became between us first as man and woman first. And then that shit trickled down to the kids. The kids suffered behind it because they saw mom and dad going through whatever they was going through. And it just carried on from one generation to the next. How your mom chose. I do believe like how you choose your mate. Like sometimes your kids see that and they follow in the footsteps. So maybe you might have saw mommy and some uh what what you know doing some you know lesbian shit. Kids be smart as shit. They find out information and realize and look look at shit differently. And they're more honest too because they don't really understand, especially the younger they are, the concept of of reasons to lie. So I don't know. Again, I feel like it's environmental. I definitely feel like you know women the shift has changed the way women are viewing themselves now. Everybody is more open sexually, willing to let it all hang out. So like it's like I don't, if, if I'm if I'm like that, then I don't really care how my kids are as far as sexuality goes. To me, it's not beneficial to rebuilding the black community. That's been going on since but, the 60s. Right. So I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, you know, these are prominent reasons why is unstable. People are just free with they with they pussies and dicks, and I don't care. And kids are seeing that, and it's played in the music, and it's played in social media. So, and this shit is this shit is like the new religion. Social media is the new religion. Everybody want to follow and look at what other people doing, and how they moving, and that's is all what you see. Is everywhere. So how can you fight something that's everywhere? All right, my take on it is. Dave Chappelle had this poignant stand-up special on Netflix. And he mentioned this very (laughs) gender-specific but very accurate. He gave a very accurate comedic take on this issue. There was a time when, you know, 
and this is, and, and I bring this up to say, for me, this is the origin of the black man's emasculation. He mentioned that it was a time where men were the maintainers and the providers of women exclusively. Then World War broke out. Men were required to be shipped overseas. All the men were sent overseas. Right. So, in turn, somebody had to keep the factories running. They began to hire all the women. So, the women started working in the factories. For the first time, he said, for the first time in modern history, women were out working Working. and bringing in the check, becoming a primary provider in their household. Mm -hmm. Independent of men. So, men came back from war dealing with women who had a new attitude about life and dependency upon men. So for the first time in history, you started hearing things like, you know, shut the fuck up and no, I'm not doing this. Before women started working, you did not hear no, shut the fuck up. Women did not, no. There was a a level of subservience that was almost dictator-like in a household between a man and a woman. The dynamic between a man and a woman prior to World War II was like, no, I don't, I don't really know the word. I don't want to, I don't want to continually say dictatorial, but that's what it was like. It was, it was, it was submissive. It was like an oligarchy. It was very one-sided. Women did not back talk their husbands until women started working and bringing in a, and the dynamic between a man and a woman and a household shifted. Now women were less reliable I mean, less reliant and dependent upon men. So the dynamic between men and women as far as respect changed. Now, this is the origin for me. That was Dave Chappelle's take on that. I'm wholeheartedly in agreement with that. Reverse roles. All right. Who is working today? More so than not. Black women. Right. Who's making more money? In our community, I'm not talking about you know gender like I'm not talking about gender neutrality just across the whole spectrum. Who's making more money? White men. In our community, in the black community, who is making more money? Black women. Who is more educated? Black women. But whose world do we live in? White men. The white man's. He allows us to put the black woman in front. Not to say that she can't on her own, but we all know. I don't care who you know and what you know. Unless you are given a pedestal to perpetuate whatever you want, you just can't. So do black men feel some type of way about that? No. What I'm saying is, well, yeah, but not for the reason I I think you're alluding to. But the white man is allowing us to put the woman in front, right? In his world, right? So, if the woman is in front, she's taking a road of who? Because I let you get your point off. I need you to wake up when I'm telling my point. I didn't talk at all during your point. I need you to wake up. I'm I'm focused. I hear you. That was the question. If the woman is in front, she's taking a road of who? I don't think it's so much that she's feeling like She's taking a road of the male. I understand what you... Wait, no, no, no. Let me get my... 
Well, then don't ask me to answer then. You, you didn't just answer the question. You were getting ready to even go get off to. into a tangent. Yeah, I was. And I don't need that. Well, then don't ask me a question. But then. in the white man's kingdom. So annoying. <laughs> like, so he, annoying. But in the white man's kingdom, right? In the white man's world. Right. Get to your point. And white Amer- no, don't do that. I didn't do that when you were you, I didn't do that when you were talking. I haven't even been talking for two minutes, Brie. Because don't ask me a question. And She's then. high. All right, so. But in the white man's kingdom. Don't ask me a question. He reverses and then cut me off. What God has made nature for us in natural. White men are reversing our nature by putting women out front. Right? So he makes a society where she can go out and be employed. But when you come to I'm talking to black men. But when you come to ask for the same job, you know, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're overqualified or you're not qualified enough. We just gave the last job to somebody else. Proof in the pudding. I have a cousin that came home from college for summer break. Girl. Pretty. You no, know, but not at this time, not skilled. She didn't have any transferable skills. But she got like six jobs in like a week. In like three different fields. Where her brother applied to the same places. And there were no jobs left. (laughs) She came in right after him. In a couple of instances. Minutes after him. Oh no, you're a very pretty girl. You you can break the tables. Jobs were created. (laughs) A woman has a place in society where men, black men especially, do not. Even if it's from a standpoint of subjugation. Right. All right. So I know you want to talk. So let's pause no. right here for a second no. while you catch, while some of y'all catch and gather your feelings, because I know you, you're going to need them to, to hit a rest. So I want y'all to gather and catch your feelings. <laughs> so your woman is out in front of you. She's working. She's bringing home the bread and the butter ever since the World War. He's got her bamboozled because, you know, now with a little bit of money in her pocket, she started getting a little heavy voice. Right, <laughs> her mouth become uncontrollable sometimes. Right, the things that she says becomes unpredictable. And what it is that she, what is it that she's saying to you? you know, she's saying I make the money, so now I make the rules. Right, <laughs> we just got finished talking. About, I make the money in this house. I pay the cost to be the boss. I make the money, so I make the rules. Right. If you don't like what I got to say, you know what you could do. All right. She not seeing the bigger picture. All this is all this is is putty in a white man's hand. Alright? She's not seeing the bigger picture. The hidden hand. She's not seeing the hidden hand of this white man playing puppeteer, the slave master still in play. Right? So we got the appearance of being free, but still being controlled and puppeteered in all our affairs. Because he desired you to have a voice over your counterpart in black America. Not in white America. White women will never make more than white men. White women will never make more than white men. Who thought of this genius scheme? Right? We're living in a white man's world. But he allowed black women a place in society at the top. At the top of our cultural totem pole. Yeah, no, don't worry about that. Men, we're going to put them in jail. Right, we're going to put them in jail. We're going to drop them out of school. We're going to flunk them out of school. We're going to put them in jail. 
We're going to create at-risk situations where they can't succeed in. When they come home from jail, we're going to make it so that they don't have any transferable skills because before they went to jail, we flunked them out of school. That's why they started selling drugs in the first place and went to jail. Right. So now you come home. The cycle. The cycle was vicious and it's real. So in the absence of black men, the same way that in the absence of men, women will put to work. In the absence of black men, black women are being put to work, being educated more than men. By who? I'm sure black women are saying, oh, we did it. We, 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 like, mother, we, like, we smart enough to, we don't need no hand up. In this. So do you also I don't care like, how smart you are. Right. In this man's world, you get nothing without his approval and say so. So do you feel like there's also a reason why men over-sexualize as a form of control? Over-sexualize? Like they womanize with different women? Is that like to keep the woman like always no. in her place? No. Because of the fact that she may make more money than you and she is paying all the bills. So you need to feel kind of masculine in a way where you no. sort of do you as the solution. I think that's just her nature. I think that's I think just... it's a taught nature. No, I think that's I, I okay. That's that's fine. I think it's a God given nature. I feel like again. I feel like women are. <laughs> we've had so much put on us on our shoulders while y'all were away doing whatever. What fighting the war? Fighting the war, whatever. <laughs> Supplying and making sure that the family had food on the table while y'all were fighting the war. That's well. That's another. A lot topic. of black men. Um, Millions of black men in America right, sent not... to Europe to fight wars. Like Dave Chappelle said, they just came back from the south of France, World War Two, getting their dick sucked for snicker bars and snickerdoodles. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he said sexual favors were being traded for very frivolous things. This was World War Two, depression, fraught times, uh, drought on resources, food was scarce, right? American soldiers coming around with all these ready-to-eat meals and candy bars and exchangeable funds and European women going through war-torn years. They used to suck a dick for everything. <laughs> they were exchanging sexual favors no matter what it was. So y'all figure y'all everything. got spoiled? Black men were just... We just came from subjugation in America. Right. Second-class citizenship. And then you go to we another country. We went to country. the south of France. To fight a war to fight that a y'all war. have nothing to do with yeah, anyway. Nothing. We didn't have a choice. This was during the days of drafting. I'm just saying. Well, we had a choice. We could have all Muhammad Ali did, but we would have all ended up in jail anyway. We would have just sped this cycle up faster. And then, then they would have had to, something else to You go to about. this country, you get in your dick sucks for trinkets. For trinkets. And then you come back, you come back to the it's state. Chappelle said. And your black woman is like, what, nigga? I ain't sucking no dick until you pay this bill and that bill. Right. We like what? That's how y'all feel. Well, right. You gotta look at it from this side too. Like we had to struggle and fight too. It wasn't easy for us to have to take on the role of being the nurturer and working full time jobs. In some cases, multiple jobs, and coming home and raising the kids. And the kids like where daddy at? He all fighting the war, baby. We don't even know if that if that man is coming back home. We can only hope and pray. That he come back, and if he come back, is he gonna come back in one piece? 
Is he going to be mentally sound? Y'all came, men, our black men came back with a lot of issues. We do know that. But also, I just think, it's like, you just gotta, you gotta understand both sides of the coin. Both, neither side. First of all, you just, you, you have to be understanding of the black woman and the black man's issues. I think everybody's pointing fingers at each other without really fully understanding that we mm-hmm. both struggled. Mm-hmm. And we both took on a lot. And there, some shit slipped through the cracks on how we raised our kids and nurtured our kids and grew up and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I feel like this is a, a really deep topic that you, that's an hour. Hours is not going to get this topic down to one science. Don't matter. This we got to try. Heavy. Racism does not affect black women. Are you serious? You just said that? Like yeah. with a straight fucking face? Yeah. How do you figure? Right. This is a quote. From who? This is why I can say it with a straight face. I don't believe it. But... This is why I can say it with a straight face. It's not my words. Because it sounds goofy It's, a quote. it's from Farrakhan. How? He said that racism does not affect black women because when white men stole black men from over in Africa, he never intended on him being a man. He never Wait. intended on a black man being a man. He never intended on him taking care of his woman, providing for... That wasn't the intention of the black man when he brought them to America. What does that have to do with women listen, not... Yeah, like... Get listen. To, yeah, because I'm listen, not understanding this. You, you got to agree with it point by point. I need you to be here point by point. Do you agree with that? That he when never, a white man brought us here... Yeah, we were intended for slavery. Yes. Point Period. Blank, period. And we were intended to procreate because he needed more slaves. So he wanted us to procreate. But he didn't want us to have familial bonds, which is why he allowed us to prove and broke our families up and then sold us separately. So there weren't there was never an intention for patriarchal society between blacks and America when slavery ensued. Right? He never intended okay. on him having power and authority. So in his world, in order to break black men, he reversed the rules. And he make it seem like progress to us when really we out there working in his vineyard. We out there working in the field for him. Hmm. We happy about our degrees that we receive, the money that we making, but as we come up, he pulling the black man down. All right? Right. And cut. And cut what? Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. So let's get right to the chase. All right. Let's talk about how much we hate and detest. Let's talk about how much I hate, abhor, and detest abusive men right and the women who defend their behavior just for brownie points right we doing a lot of topics today okay. no no it's, it all ties in okay I wanna anyone see. who tries to malign a woman's independence as a threat to our community's well-being is like he has really no interest in saving the community at all right we're talking about the reasoning for men being at the top of society i understand what you're saying any person who tries to malign or who tries to prevent a woman's independence, right, as a threat to the well-being of our communities, wherever in America they may be, wherever in the world they may be, this person, in my opinion, has no interest, right, in saving those same communities at all. 
right? So, did having a man at the top of society save us from the intent behind slavery at all? You said they're having a man what? The patriarchal societies, meaning having a man at the top, at the head of society, right? Did that save us from being enslaved? Did that save us from after having been enslaved? Did that save... Uh, it didn't. White men, did it save us from being kidnapped and our children and sold and raped and or having our religious and cultural identities shredded and destroyed and replaced? No. Right? right? So, did it save our ancestors from the plantation? It didn't. Did men-led families save their wives and their children from being sold from one plantation to the next? Forcefully? Snatched from their mothers or whatever the case may be? I mean, you gotta understand, like, this, I feel like... Did it save Dr. King? Malcolm X? I feel like... Um, is patriarchy saving them girls in Boko Haram? When after slavery, mentally we were definitely unstable. Period. There was no therapy. There was nothing to, to put us on track. Not even on a mon- monetary value to say here's a jump start to you creating a better you, Black America. Like mm-hmm. we know we did this shit to you. Um, we know we fucked y'all over. We know the reason why the country is where it is today is honestly because of you. And we Mm want to thank you and we owe you reparations for that. And we want to see if we can get you reparations in the form of monetary value or educational value, healthcare value. None of that was given mental value. None of that was given to us. Mm -hmm. That's first and foremost. So you're dealing with a group of people and I'm specifically talking about black Americans born on this soil through the South, through generations and generations before us through slavery. You're dealing with a a, a, pe- a people who are still dealing with mental habits from slavery. We have these ideas that the way to get things done is to move in white America because that's how massa only going to see you doing good if you help a massa out. If you if you behind massa back doing something other than what you're supposed to be doing that's beneficial for your community as a whole, that's a problem. And we can have that discussion, I guess, another time, because that's a big one, too. But I do feel like it starts there. We have to kind of, like, um, get the mental um, help that we need to release some of these things that, honestly, is what's making us insane as a people. And we keep doing the same things over and over again, the, the definition of insanity, and expecting something different when nothing that we, we've done following what they have given us has worked for us nothing so we just gotta be aware of that we gotta um start building a a different type of mentality that doesn't include a european mindset and i'm just gonna stop with that because i do feel like that's an issue we need to work on first in order to progress there's a lot of things like honestly if i'm well again that's another topic but the European mindset has to change. We have to think about the black mindset. What is beneficial for the black community, the black man and the black woman? Is the woman being at work what we need? Do we need to bring her back home to focus on the children and let the man be what he's supposed to be, which is protect and provide? 
do we do a balance of it? Like we need to figure it out for ourselves. We cannot allow and all this ally. I have white friends, so they're allies and they understand. We need to figure us out on our own. And if so, you choose to do business with other people outside of our race, that's business. But that don't have nothing to do with the community. The community come first. Period. So, I mean, until we understand that, it's going to constantly be a lot of confusion between man and woman, regardless of whatever it is, sexuality, um, economic, community. Let's get with that first. Okay, there you have it. We will uh, conclude on that note, but we will surely be revisiting this topic another day, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. Um, next week. Because um, what I want to do in the, in the meantime is have <laughs> you guys provide feedback yeah. that we can build off for the next segment of this particular topic who is to blame for the emasculation of black men in America because that's true that's fact so we invite you to listen on all platforms um, episodes are available on iTunes Spotify SoundCloud, Podbean Buzzsprout Spreaker Mixler Spreaker? yes Spreaker wow that's fancy so, whatever platform is more feasible for you, if you have an iPhone, we invite you to go to iTunes and download the episode, um, whatever uh, is more feasible for you. And wherever you listen to us at, leave your comments, criticisms, suggestions, whatever the case may be. Alright. But until next time. Until next time, people. This is the Vent Podcast. I'm New Money. I'm Breezy, and I love you guys.